0: What's up everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of the dr joey kramer podcast i am your host dr kramer and this is a podcast about health health being a complete state of well-being not merely the absence of disease our infirmaries this week we are coming to you with science 101 and in this episode today i am going to dive into a subject that I have held very near and dear to my heart for, I mean, I could say the last 20 years of my life. And the subject is one that is rather controversial in the world over the last 10 to 15 years, mainly amongst parents with children in sports and patients or people who have participated in a professional athletic environment. And if you haven't figured it out by now, This subject is the subject of a mild traumatic brain injury, or what we commonly know as a concussion. And over the weekend, I was, you know, looking at some news that came through on the interwebs, and something totally caught my eye, and it was a piece um, on the Epic Times, and it is called, How Having a Concussion Can Damage Your Digestion. And so on today's episode, I want to give a little backstory about why this is important and how I want to dive into it and really the repercussions that it has on most of us in our life, because it's something that many of us don't think about. In the Western world, whenever we encounter suffering, we are very, very quick to try to numb it whether it be in the form of a pill or a prescription or maybe some type of antidepressant or maybe some type of injection or something that we're looking at. And very rarely do we ever stop long enough to think about what the root cause of this issue is. And for many of us in the field of concussion research, because I am a upper cervical doctor, I obviously have a ton of knowledge surrounding whiplash trauma its impact on your cranial cervical junction also called your upper cervical spine also called the atlanto complex also called your c1 or your c2 and the repercussions it has on your system is something that i hold near and dear to my heart i have suffered several concussions for myself and it is a field of study that from day one i have always wanted to help these types of people out and so When this type of literature comes out, I love diving into it with you to share with you really the background of how of the implications of suffering a traumatic brain injury is or a concussion is for you and what it can do to the rest of your body. Because so often we only think it's our brain that is affected when we have a whiplash trauma. And very rarely do we dive into the full extents of what this can do to you. So, without further doubt, Science 101, How Having a Concussion Can Damage Your Digestion. The brain-gut connection means this little-known side effect of brain injury can cause big problems. Author is Jennifer Margulius. uh, Sorry if I ruined that name. Time is, uh, is on July 31st of 2022. So, the article begins, and it talks about a young athlete having a plethora of gastrointestinal digestive issues that totally baffled her doctor in high school. She was a competitive lacrosse player, and she was used to dealing with sore muscles, bruises, and joint pain. However, her tummy troubles began after she had a serious concussion playing lacrosse. But it took her and her parents several years to... And I'm going to guess several thousand dollars and multiple doctors to realize that the stomach issues were actually connected to the brain injury. It's funny to me because in Western medicine, we go to the symptom. She has tummy issues. So we just treat the symptoms, right? We never ask questions beyond what the symptomatic presentation is. And it really didn't help that the conventional doctor, the conventional MD, that family practitioner, that GI specialist that you all go to, said that the severe bloating, constipation, and inflammation were a fault of a combination of bad genes and stress. What a cop-out of an answer. More than one GI confirmed this, diagnosing her with irritable bowel syndrome and colitis and telling her that reducing her anxiety, probably with an SSRI or some other anti-anxiety drug, would fix the symptoms. How very Western of us. It wasn't until she had the help of a functional medical practitioner that she went to that her symptoms didn't, because her symptoms didn't improve under traditional care, that she realized that the gut issues are resulted from a severe concussion she had sustained in high school. And it's really fascinating because the doctor she goes to is that. Yeah, You know, a majority of neurologists think that, you know, really the brain doesn't only talk to the organs. They think that it's all about brain-to-organ communication. However, we have very little evidence discussing or evaluating or measuring the quantitative information of the brain down to the organ system. All of our research is actually on the organs talking back to the brain. Hmm. The GI tract actually can be injured secondarily to a concussion. You mean that there can be other issues that happen from a whiplash trauma that damages the central nervous system, not just your skull or not just your neck? Wow. Interesting. The hypothalamus, which links the nervous system to the endocrine endocrine system, can be injured. And then it is not telling the rest of the body what to do correctly. Before I dive into this, there's a few more points in this article we have to bring up. Next subject is millions of concussions annually. Every year, some 52,000 people die from a concussion. 1.365 million are treated and released. 275,000 need to be hospitalized for their symptoms. Most common cause of an injury to the brain is a fall followed by a motor motor vehicle accident and then a physical assault with or without a uh, motorcycle or something along those lines. Sports injuries are another frequent cause. We have uh, approximately 44 million youth participating in sports. 1.1 million to 1.9 million suffer a concussion. But what many people don't realize is that concussions can also result and what appear to be non-neurological injuries. I would argue that because they are all neurological injuries. Even most doctors don't know that a hit to the brain can be a hit to your gut. Next subtitle, Hurting the Brain, Hurting the Gut. One of the impacts of traumatic brain injury, according to a study done in 2009, is increased intestinal permeability, what we all commonly call leaky gut. This can cause increased inflammation, poor digestion, and fatigue, among other symptoms. What about humans? Several studies found that young men who experienced a concussion had a significant decrease in certain bacteria normally abundant in stool samples of healthy individuals. These bacteria appear to have a beneficial anti-inflammatory properties, lower levels of both of the species of bacteria are associated with inflammation brought on by head injury. Interesting. From this experiment, the research team concluded that even a single concussion can disrupt the entire gut microbiota. Okay. We're getting somewhere now. So, the lady goes on further in her article, it talks about brain healing after concussion, recommends quiet, you know, being, you know, sitting, surrounding yourselves in silence, doing some acupuncture, eating a healthy diet that's anti-inflammatory in nature, um, and doing moderate exercise, right? And so, and then they go on further saying healing your gut after a concussion, you know, eating clean, you know, organic food, ingesting. Avoid ingesting gut-damaging endocrine-disrupting pesticide and herbicide residues, especially glyphosate. I'll dive into that in just a second. Eat a good probiotic, hydrate for health, and avoid antibiotics. That's the article. There is so much more that can be said by this author. There is so much more that we can dive into. There's so much more that is being left on the table to be desired for you, parent or you athlete who has suffered a head trauma in your life and see many people don't connect concussion with you know a car accident a fall a slip a trip you know in the in just the last week i had somebody who was rear-ended at 100 miles an hour on the highway i had a lady come in with severe vertigo severe gut issues severe fatigue after falling face first on the concrete multiple times and never linking the two together I've had multiple people come through with being bucked off a horse. Um, I've had people come through with running in the doors, doing supermans in the middle of the night because they trip over a nightstand and they never link it all together to the fact that a concussion, which they sustained from a mild traumatic brain injury is what is resulting in the systematic issues that they are presenting with. And it's a catch-all because when you damage the central nervous system, as we heard in the article, it actually has a net systemic effect on the entire body your neurological system is responsible for coordinating every single process that takes place in a human body every single process there is not one that is left alone there's not one that is left in, that cannot just be healthy once you sustain a neck trauma and so what's really fascinating about this is while the author starts talking about how you heal about it she leaves out one very 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 important area which is my area of expertise the upper cervical spine and so i want to dive into this a little bit with you to help you understand what happens In the article, there's a doctor, there's a functional medical provider who says that the brain talks back to the body. It does so using the afferent half or the sensory half of the vagal nerve. Many of you have heard of the vagus nerve. If not, you can jump back a few episodes and look at Science 101, the vagus nerve, in which we start talking about how the vagus nerve is responsible for coordinating and controlling the subconscious processes of the body. Tells the lungs how to work, the heart how to work, the liver, the pancreas. Tells your hypothalamus, which was discussed in this article. Talks about cells and tissues and all the things that happen on making sure the body is performing at its very best for the stress that is demanded upon it at this very moment in time. When you sustain a head trauma, the afferent half or the sensory half of the vagal nerve is disrupted by a change in the biomechanical or the normal movement of your C1-C2 complex. This is basic science. There is an entire field called upper cervical chiropractic care. You know, I hate to use that term because it's been so abused, but the upper cervical field has been around since 1924. And our focus is always, always, always on how do we correct the misalignment of c1 c2 restore normal functionality to the human system and improve normal neurological communication between the brain and the body and the body and the brain and so at these recommendations she's making the one key element she's missing is that the reason that your gut is having issues is because your c1 c2 complex is not allowing proper signal communication to happen between the body and the brain so a very simple upper cervical adjustment can restore balance to the neurological system, which can allow for the beginning of the healing process to not only fix your gut or your leaky gut or your gut permeability, but can also improve your heart function, your kidney function. It can reduce the inflammatory system happening in the body because that area is responsible for ensuring balance is being done in the human body from a performance perspective. And so with this, her other recommendations are all really great things. You need to consume half your body weight in ounces a day of water. That's an anti-inflammatory prospect, right? You need to spend time in silence on a daily basis. That is a way to improve anti-inflammatory resilience in your system. You need to work on fasting at least twice a week for a period of 16 to 20 hours, That is another way to promote anti-inflammatory responses in the body. The other one she brings up is the idea of eliminating glist phosphate from your system. Earlier this week, I was listening to a podcast by a Texas A&M PhD who was discussing how seven out of 10 Americans have glizz phosphate or the active ingredient in Roundup, which is a herbicide and pesticide, which is a inflammatory promoting response, which is responsible for interrupting normal genetic expression, which is also responsible for contributing to the obesity epidemic that we have in America. It's found in seven out of 10 of Americans and it's found on our vegetables. It's found on the vegetables that our corn-fed cows eat. It's found on the vegetables that our, you know, non-pasture, non-organic raised chickens are consuming, that our pigs are consuming, that all of our food is consuming. It is a giant problem that we have. So you have to clean your vegetables. You have to eat organic. You have to buy grass-fed, grass-finished cow because that is how you are going to eliminate glitz phosphate promote anti-inflammatory healing mechanisms in the body and set yourself up to have a foundation for an expression of health this isn't just being diagnosed with ibs or colitis those are just symptoms of an expression of a greater issue at hand so if i were to go back to this article and discuss how the gut brain connection is responsible for you having a digestive issue, and I were to make recommendations on how you heal your gut after a concussion, my steps would be, number one, you need to find an upper cervical practitioner. There's a wonderful website called upper UpperCervicalAwareness.com. And type in your zip code and find an upper cervical doctor and have your upper cervical spine assessed For any autonomic dysfunction, any neurological dysfunction, any structural dysfunction. Once that's done and you start that process of healing your autonomic system through upper cervical care, you then have to look into your daily life and how you live. You need to eliminate anything that promotes an omega-6 inflammatory response. Seed oils, it's going to be carbohydrates that are found in complex sugars. It's going to be cereals. It's going to be things that are starchy and white. So that's bread, pasta, rice, right? All of these things contribute to you having an inflammatory state in the body, which causes you to have leaky gut, which causes you to fight against the very healing mechanisms you're trying to go down. Number three on that list would be consuming half your body weight in ounces a day. Number four on that list of water, I'm sorry. Number four on that list would be eliminating any non-organic vegetables from your diet and any grain-fed, grain-pasteurized cattle, chickens, or uh, pork from your diet. And finally, I would add avoiding antibiotics. These things will lead to you ultimately being able to eliminate this idea of having gastrointestinal processes. Will it happen overnight? Absolutely not. It may take you 90, 180. It may take 365 days for you to actually fully restore health to your gut. But then it will take a lifetime commitment of you having to influence or maintain or habituate these normal processes in your life to sustain that level of health. Because once you sustain a concussion, you cannot undo the full damage to your body. As a result, the recommendations will always, always sustain in my office. Always make sure your upper cervical spine is clear. Make sure that you're consuming half your body weight in ounces a day in water. Make sure that you're eating grass-fed, grass-finished cattle. You're avoiding non-organic. Are you're avoiding non organic or you are avoiding non organic foods? You are eating organic and clean. You're avoiding antibiotics. You are instilling silence in your life. You are focused on doing low-level exercise, looking at 30 to 45 minutes a day. And ultimately, you will create an environment that will sustain health for the rest of your years on this life without a pill, without another potion, without being diagnosed with anxiety or stress or being told you have leaky gut or being told you have uh, GI issues, you have, you know, irritable bowel syndrome or uh, gastritis or colitis. And recognizing that by eliminating the uh, anti anxiety drugs, eliminating the IBS drugs, eliminating the permeability by transforming your life over time will give you exactly what you desire. It will not be a numbed out person that really never, ever gets better. My job here is to add years to life. In order to do that, we have to eliminate the westernized ideology. Of how we engage in medicine and start taking some ownership on our own health and empowering our decisions to make sure that we know the best route so we don't waste years on things that don't help.